Hey, this is the Game One Podcast with me, Charlie Bill, down at Fairfield, sort of training night. Oh, that's a week and a half, it feels like, right? Tell you what, it did not feel like seven days. It felt like a, a month. They are very, very hectic. They are very, very busy. Extremely enjoyable. I think the outcomes of, of all three games, despite not winning the Oxford game, it was a near on perfect week, I would say, in terms of application, performances, making sure we go again from Sunday into Wednesday, back into Sunday. And then Sunday just topped it off, really. I think what, what we asked of the group reaction after being so disappointed on, on Wednesday to, to, yeah, to get back up, to, to start so well, and then, and then obviously keep a clean sheet. Yeah, there was, there was lots of positives. But the whole week in itself was so pleasing. We have to go back a bit, back to that Sunday against Mulbarton. First of all, so pleased to see so many Mulbarton fans there, as well as Don's fans, right? Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly what the, the FA Cup's about, and that's exactly what we, we wanted to, to create. And, and we knew it was a little bit of history from their side, first time reaching round one, and, and, and that is the magic of the FA Cup. They, they travelled in the numbers, they, they, they made the same noise, and, and that's why you always have to approach it so importantly because if you don't then yeah you could be the the ones who have the shock and go out and I think the, again the start of the, that game was I think three three and 12 minutes and that almost then kind of knocked the stuffing out a little bit of them and that's without being cruel that's what we wanted so then we could then enjoy um, but I thought that set us up really well because against the dogged team who sat in and made it difficult again some of the goals we had to score were really really well worked goals and real high quality goals they didn't really give us anything in terms of any easy chances any easy goals so i, I do believe that really set up the week for for, for what then went on to, to be a positive week it definitely was a game of two halves uh the first half we really controlled but i really felt like in the second half they removed themselves from all being in their area do you know what i mean leaving a poor striker up the front again. Felt like I was watching Penn and Tyler again. Genuinely, I don't know why teams feel the need to kind of all surge themselves and all fall back without actually any, like, we've got to score at some point. And if you're going to pass it up, you can't just rely on one person. And it, that's it. so it was interesting to watch those two halves in action because if you literally took the second half, they played so much better, right? And, and you're right. I think that was the, the half that set us up. Yeah, and and as you say, I think there's ele- elements sometimes when you play a bigger team, there's there's a bit of fear factor, and and you almost give too much respect. And we and we've we we've, we've learned ourselves before. Obviously, when we stepped up to tier three, the first couple of seasons, we probably did give teams quite a lot of respect and didn't have too much of the ball, and and that was the important thing. I think now we've changed and evolved, and, and we do want to show that more and be on the front foot. And yeah, and and I think from probably half time there, a lot of their conversations were that they probably were too deep, almost potentially give us too much respect. So they almost could play a bit freely the second half with less pressure. The game was almost was was done at that point. So yeah, you saw a, a tougher test potentially that second half as well. Oh, and and but just fantastic first round of the FA Cup. I shouted Wembley because I still believe right. I know we're not far away. We are few away. Okay, yeah, we're seven games away, right? Uh, but just like it's exciting to think. At this level, we are playing and we're doing and we've got Worthing in the next round, um, which we're looking forward to. We'll talk about that a bit later. Um, but let's move on to Wednesday. Ah, oh, the rain was pouring. The First of all, how exciting again. We, we spoke about this before at the stadium. Fields, six, over 600 people again, just willing to turn up midweek on a night that was pouring with rain. Whole families were there to shout on the Dons. Uh, first of all, for an atmosphere and for a game, that must have been electric for you guys. Yeah, we, we, we could hear it. We could hear it the whole time. And that was a lot of our, our build-up to the game. And, and our last message 
to the group, not just looking tactically or technically on the game. It was go and put an account of yourself, go and play the MK way that we say and, and go and make them proud of you. And, and it sounds real, real basic, but I think if you go and show that, like we keep, we went back to, and, and since the Ipswich game, we've shown four real consistent performances, starting with that Gillingham, obviously Mel Barton, then then into Oxford, and and it was just go and make them proud. Your role models out there with the whole RTC there. We had a lot of the young female footballers within a pathway, and 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 and, and they did exactly that, and and that's all that you can ask. And I think despite losing the game of football in in what was um, probably the strangest circumstance I've ever seen and and been part of, and, and football pre- presents them things to you. All you can control is how you manage both the game. Obviously, we, we felt we played really, really well in that, but manage it after. They still went and saw the young fans, kept their heads held high, and then the reaction in, into London Bees. But, yeah, what, a, what an atmosphere it was. There is no way Oxford showed they were top of the league. I, I, I'm going to be absolutely honest with you. From a fan's perspective, I went, we are match- not even matching them. We are winning and beating them. You've got to look back on the, uh, forget the scoreline, because uh, it was just 1-0 on. So, yeah, you're right. Strange penalties, right? However, just amazing to see. We've always said this, haven't we? I've always said this to you. We can beat any team. You said we can beat every team. Not just match them, but beat them. We were beating Oxford. Yeah, and I think, and they, and I think the, the group started to believe that. And I think, it, again, the occasion... For, for for the club to see, for the fans to see, to go. Look, we're, we're not far away. We we don't. We honestly feel we're not. We're not far away at all. From okay, there's just a level of consistency that we have to start to show, which I feel we are showing now. But I looked at that game and and I think we got the stats after. I think we had more possession than Oxford. That's against the top six tight side. We haven't done that in a long, long while. We had some big chances in the game. Take away the two penalty shouts. I can't remember too much of Chloe having to do too much in the game. We had some real, real big moments, big chances. And it was disappointing in a way because I felt both penalties were really soft and I felt both penalties shouldn't have been given. And in the end, the, the thing that was disappointing was I felt we should have come away from that, not conceding the goal, having a clean sheet and at least getting a point from that. In the end, yeah, the, the chaos which presented itself and obviously... Um, Nick herself, I think she scored seven from seven previously from the spot. Such a good technician. It just shows the pressure can can get to all players. And that was that was probably the, the disappointing, I use the word disappointing, but I felt for her at the end there. I did really feel for her. Um, but again, look at her reaction Sunday. Um, and, and, and that shows the character of, of a player and the character of the squad. But yeah, we, we felt we did so much right and we felt that we're not far away. And, and that's why... Then after Wednesday, I put a lot of pressure on ourselves as staff, but also not putting it on the players. But I think it was so important to win that game of football because you had a couple of games in hand. And I think if you were, would, wouldn't then performed in that game, then it starts becoming you're looking behind you. Now we've won that game of football. We're looking ahead of us um, and, and the teams above us because we feel that we can make, make a real impact in that top six. Yeah, and we uh, we saw Pepper coming off upset. And like everybody's behind her like we know we you just have games of football like that you just it just happens doesn't it i mean you, you're watching the world cup at the moment and you're seeing like penalties missed you're seeing penalties saved and you're seeing teams even beating you know like favorites to win and it, it's just sometimes on the day at the time it just happens right so to see then pepper come through and not only play again head held high but to score, is that something a mindset you work with players over? I think it's just a, I think it's just a culture you create okay. in the group. And I I spoke to the group after. Well, funny enough, I spoke to the group before, and I said, look, 
things might go wrong today. You might make mistakes. There might be errors and we're never going to punish you for them. What we will punish you for is a lack of try and a lack of effort. And then, and then again, they, they showed both of them and uh, albeit it was, as I say, um, a mistake that obviously Nick never meant to make. And, and you, yeah, but, but as you say, I think what tells you more about the group and we spoke about in the, in the change room after and I, and I evidenced um, Chloe away at Keensham last year where she kicked the ball straight to their player. Last minute of their game, they win it. Um, I, I highlighted Luce's one where she misses the chance at London Bees. I highlighted, I remember Tally that, 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 that you'll be speaking to away at home at Portsmouth last season. Her clearance, she got wrong and they win the game 1-0. She come off the pitch um, in tears. And I said, look, they've learned from that because the group got around them. And I think when you create a group that we've got, it's very, we spoke to him and said it's very, very easy because I have no doubt every player will get around Nick, every player will get around her. I sent a message Thursday, Friday, checking in to make sure. And I think when I spoke to her after Sunday, she said, I wanted to do that for the team. And I think that shows again the character of her. She was never going to, she was never, I'd never, I'd full believe she was going to react Sunday. And I had in the back of my mind, I believe she's going to step up with a goal. Um, and what a goal it was to step up with. But I think that shows what we've got with this group. Everyone gets around each other during tough moments to then enjoy the good moments when we then react on Sunday. And so the players that we speak to on a regular basis now, they all say the same thing. The culture you're talking about has fed through and that's what they talk about. They talk about the team. They talk about coming together. They talk about heads held high. They talk. So everything you say is being heard and being worked on, which is was, was fabulous. Molly Cooper, top of the, of the Southern Premier, right? Yeah, again, it's it's full credit to her. And again, it was disappointing last year for her as a season because she had injury setbacks. She had not back after not back. And again, that shows you so much about a player to have all them setbacks. I think she scored um, in, in all competitions now. She's scored 13 and 13. And, and what an incredible like run of form. And, and she just is, is I believe she's a striker that has everything. You you look at like a Harry Kane in terms of what he does. She does similar. She'll drop in. Her quality is really good. But she's so hungry to score goals. And that shows from the first one on Sunday um, where, where she gets around it. And it's probably not a chance if she switches off. But she, yeah, she is fine in the back of that. And, and it shows when a player's playing with confidence. They'll take chances on, they'll take chances and, and yeah, full credit to her. And I know she's, yeah, really, really enjoying the start to the season that she's had. You said we're going to talk to Tally Miles. Tell me about this player that you've discovered. I think Tally just epitomises our, we have 15, 16 core, well, we have four values broken into what we want to show. And and I think she's a player that, that, that 100% shows that. I, I've really, really enjoyed more than anything seeing Tally's journey and pathway and I work with England England College's FA and I assist there and um, she come through a college programme at Oakland. So I saw her part of the national team of that and, and she was playing over at Royston uh, Tier 5. So originally we were kind of looking at centre-backs and, and options and... Um, um, but we didn't want to take, because she was playing senior minutes at Tier 5, we didn't want her to take her away from that. So she was dual signed. She was training with us once a week on a Thursday, getting that kind of contact with in training. And we were working with her. LB then obviously, unfortunately, had her ACL injury just after Christmas. And we thought, look, we're not going to go out and look for other players. Don't care how young Tally is. She's working incredibly hard. And and she got thrown in in some tough games, Ipswich, Southampton, and and had a really, really good season, end of the season. And she's just taken it on board. And the, the thing I love about Tally is she'll stay behind at training. She'll do extras. She'll ask questions. She wants to get better and better. And I think her journey in the last year with us has shown that what a journey she's already gone on. Um, but I also think it shows what we've got here as a group and as staff, because I believe not many teams at our level would have trusted a 17-year-old centre-back yeah. to come and step up. Um, probably would have looked to rage, goal. we want someone who's a little bit more experienced. We trusted her um, and we put full trust in her because we know how good she can be or could be and the potential she has. And she's showing that. 
um, week on week now, leading that line really, really well. And and obviously Hannah Warren's had to slot in alongside her, who isn't actually centre back, and and they built a really good partnership together. So yeah, I think she epitomises everything we do, and and I hope for longevity of what we're doing. Tally is a big, big part of that because um, I think we can grow, get better and better, and she will only get better and better as well. Let's ask a question about that because you've got to have a number of people at the end of every year either going off to university or leaving or moving or doing something. How on earth is, um, I mean, for a player, they want to stay with MK Dons uh, because we've got great facilities, we've got a stadium, we've got all sorts of bits and pieces. But the, the desire to go away is also very important as well and to grow um, themselves. Any way of teasing them to stay? <laughs> what do you? How are your thinking? Because like Tally's then young, but she want to might she might want to go to university and do other bits and pieces. How on earth do we keep players like that? I think we just keep them by getting better and better that we are doing and competing and growing in this league because play, players will start to look and go, look, we are going in the right direction. And um, I use kind of London Bees as an example. On Sunday, they've had a lot of turnaround last year, the year before, because they potentially have more finances that they can offer to players. But I think when you just chuck that at that, the, the group, you don't create what we've got here. Um, and I think we're growing and getting better and better. But also we have a clear pathway. So, for example, Rene comes on. Um, comes on Sunday we've got some fantastic talented players within our 23 so you never want to lose players especially in terms of away from here in terms of uh, things out of your control but you know that's going to happen when you have a young group so what we always do is we're always planning ahead so we're always looking at who's the next player who's going to come through so it might it might take 18 months of a player playing in 23 let's say Amy, uh, Amy McLean for example yeah. she spent next, next to 18 months nearly two years in the development setup but we were tracking her journey so we knew when a someone else moved on then she was ready to step up and I think you you you'll always lose some players hopefully if we create the right environment here you lose minimal and then when you do lose players you've already got the next player that you feel that knows how we play knows what we want from them and they're ready to step up so it's just about forward planning as well but like I said you never want to lose individuals let's talk to Tally Miles now This is the Game On podcast. I'm with Tally Miles. Tally, Tally, Tally. Whoa. <laughs> that could be a chant, right? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now. But defender of the ball for MK Dons, ladies. Always been a defender? Nope. I was a striker or a winger till very, very recently. Really? Yeah. You're not alone, by the way, changing positions. Because mm. we, we've spoken to others. That, that's exactly what's happened as well. Who on earth was brave enough to say to you, Ooh, I think you'd be better if you went back a bit? Oh, well, all it was was there was not enough defenders for a game with Arsenal development and they were like, do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I want to play football. I wanted to play. So I went and I played um, centre-back for that game and uh, did really well. And then just in my head, I was like, I could have more opportunities as a defender than I would as an attacker. Even though I could, I was scoring goals, I could score, but it was like, there's more opportunity as a defender. And if I can get this right, I can do it really well. That was at the age of like 15. Okay. So I'm only 18 now, so that was like three years ago. And obviously in that time, we've had COVID lockdowns and everything. So I've only really been a defender for a short time and like played proper matches as a defender for a very short time. So when Charlie asked me to come here, I had really been playing as a fullback for about like for a season I played as a centre-back for part of that as well so this is the first club that I've been fully a centre-back at so it's good is it hard to change from from that from being that striker 
to being a defender? Is it hard to kind of, is the mindset very different? Yeah, it's very different. But I also feel like it's helped me. Okay. Because you, you kind of know what the striker might do. So I feel, yeah, I feel like it's helped me in a lot of ways, which is good. I've got, I've had to learn a lot. Like I've had to learn a lot, which has been really good coming here because they've allowed me to do that. But they've also had a lot of trust in me to play, which is great. <laughs> yes. 18 years old. Just recently or? Yeah, June. So not, not long ago. Not yeah. long ago. <laughs> You get the beers in now. That's what we're saying. The beers in. Well, like loads of people have played at Arsenal. It's, it's, it's just like, are we picking up all the Arsenal, you know, like, you know, you'd be training there, then we come here. Is that how it works? So I was with Arsenal Development, which is just under their academy for a few years, like when I was younger. And then I went to college with their programme. So I was in the college team below it. And then the second year of college, they asked me to train full time with Arsenal 21s. But then I also came here halfway through the season so I was playing matches here and training there which was great gave me a lot of opportunity to grow and learn as a player which is brilliant not gonna be rude why on earth are you not playing for Arsenal <laughs> because I wanted to play football and I wanted to play for a women's football because I was playing with Royston who were tier five and they're women it's women's football and I feel like women's football's helped me a lot as a player to grow and it's like I, I loved being at Arsenal but they weren't going to offer me the minutes whereas I wanted to play women's football and get minutes and then I could also train with them so it actually worked out a lot better for me and I've ended up in a place that's a really high level. So that's important right to, because people may not understand that that you could like play or you could be signed or you could be part of but not get any minutes at all that just seems daft. Mm, yeah. Is that because they have like a massive squad? Yeah, they do. And if players have been there longer than you or that play in your position, if you're not quite as good as them or you're not, like, I mean, I don't know. I was obviously... I'm going to jump in. <laughs> I'm going to say, you aren't rubbish because you are good. I've seen you play week after week. You're great. <laughs> but they're just missing out. That's, that, well, let's leave that there, shall we? <laughs> They've missed out on an opportunity. So when you end up... You play for England, though, right? I played for England Colleges. Don't say it like that. So, just forget. No, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's at national level. Yeah. At college level instead. But hopefully one day. That's the dream. Well, uh, why not? <laughs> and then you'll be on I'm a Celebrity in like 10 years' time. <laughs> like Jill Scott. Come on, Jill, right? In I'm yeah. a Celebrity. I want her to win. Don't we? I'd be too scared of the animals, though. I couldn't do it. Okay. So <laughs> that's right off the list, right? I'd be way too scared. I'd be scared if something touched me when I was in the beds. Oh, and it's likely. <laughs> Do you see like the massive snake that came through oh, the other day? Oh my gosh. They're horrible. Me, horrible oh. things. Don't like snakes. Animals isn't your thing. Well, I like like animals that you have like as pets. Sure. Okay. But it's a bit different, isn't it? A little, just the tads. <laughs> like, 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 oh, here's a spider. No, yeah, I might have a pet spider, but not that kind of spider, no. right? Oh, my life. So, so look, what attracted you then to coming to MK Don's Ladies? Well... Charlie messaged me and it was just like, it was two tiers above the women's team I was playing with already. And he was like, we want you to train to start with. It was more training. It was more football. I wanted to do more football. So I was like, of course I'll come down. It's great level. It was women's football and it was just getting me involved. And then by Christmas, he was like, we want to give you minutes. And then, so I started playing and then obviously 
Badly LB got injured in this, my second game. So my role changed again and it's just like you've got to adapt every time. But no, Charlie was great when he first contacted me and it made me feel really like I, someone wanted me, which was great. Tally, we want you. I mean, <laughs> we, we don't want LB to be ill, right? And we're glad no. that she's on the recovery, right? Yeah. Gen genuinely. But don't go back too soon because, like, you're having fun, right? Um, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no. we, we want you back really soon. But the reality is there is a belief that you've just said. Mm -hmm. Charlie Bill and the team believe in Tally Miles and say, we want you to play for us first team football. Yeah, it's, it's great that they've had so much trust in me, especially at being so young and, like, being so new to playing as a centre-back as well. The trust that they've given me is great, especially now, obviously... Sadly, Sophia is also injured, so I've now had to adapt again and try and step up in another different role and be kind of like I'm the only proper centre-back left in the back four at the moment that we're playing. So it's, yeah, it's all different, but it's good. It's good. Oh, no, it, it is. And, and it's exciting to see that happen. Um, what feels like for us very natural, do you know what I mean? Because we see it across the board. We see you playing together. You seem to be communicating well uh, with one another as well. Um, and you communicating well and playing well with Chloe as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, we've all, that's something we've really had to work on. I feel like the Ipswich game was our first game, I think, playing together, except from maybe a cup game. But um, I think after that game, we realised that we weren't quite where we needed to be. And we just worked on it. All we did was work on it. We communicated, we were messaging, like, things that we needed to improve on. And it got better and we've, I feel like this week especially, I don't feel like we really deserve to concede any goals, but we did because of decisions. But I feel like the other 99% of those games, we didn't deserve to concede. No. The the, the, the Mole Barton goal was, that was, I don't know what was going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> you feel like sometimes you go, oh, but any set piece near the goal is a set piece near the goal, right? It was a it's, good strike, it, to be fair to her. Yeah. But it, we didn't, yeah, it was controversial, but it was a great strike, to be fair. To right? <laughs> and the Oxford game, I said to Charlie already, and when you listen back to the podcast, you'll hear it. I said, you didn't just match Oxford, you were beating Oxford. Mm -hmm. Their strikers had no chance of getting past you guys. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? There was no way that you, you looked like a team that were going to lose that particular game. We won't. But then a win on Sunday as well, right? It, yeah. the, the, how's the team feeling? I think we're all feeling really great. I mean, we've still got a lot to do, but um, it's a step in the right direction, so it's good. And yeah. a clean sheet for the back four, the new back four, so it's positive. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the chant. The back four, the new back four. Do you know what I mean? Like, bring it on, bring it on, whatever. Anything like that. Um, Tally, um, I mean, you live miles away, by the way. Just so people understand, uh, we haven't talked about it for a while, but all of you are volunteers for NK Don's Ladies. Mm -hmm. You volunteer your time. You come down on Tuesday and Thursday. You play on a Sunday because of the passion you have for football. Yeah. And Pep's still wins the award for travelling the furthest, right? Surely. Just, <laughs> yeah, I think so. But yeah. you, you, you are absolutely up there with the cross-country <laughs> driving that you have to do, which is for, for miles. And that it means a lot to us as fans that you're willing to put that in. It means a heck of a lot to the club because you're willing to give it because this is a great club to be a part of, surely. Yeah, I love it here. And I came on those first few weeks and the travel was too much or I didn't enjoy it. There was always reason to not come back, but I would get in here on the first day, the first couple of minutes, I was like, I want to be here. Yeah. I'm going to work to be here. And yeah, I feel like I'm, I work really hard. Um, and a lot of people don't see that, but 
I feel like when I come here, I just enjoy myself and I get to play football and I learn. So it's a great place to be. Come on, Tally. <laughs> Tell me about yourself, three things about you. Now, I know you know that we're going to ask you this question. <laughs> so we're expecting three amazing, amazing things that we didn't know about you. Well, you took my first one. My oh, first no, one, oh, no, no. My first one was going to be that I used to be a striker because I don't know if many people knew that. Okay, my apologies. <laughs> I wasn't meant to kind of, okay, well, look. Okay, so you were a striker, were you? I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My second one was that I played county-level netball. Let's talk about that for a moment. <laughs> so as a child, was there a choice between netball and football, or did you just play both? Like, netball never really was that exciting for me. It was I was, good, I was good at it. I was very good at it, and, like, I did all sports at school. Okay. Um, and then I joined a club because... I was good at it, and when you're good at something, you kind of enjoy it more, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And then I just, I was playing well, and I went to county level, but after a couple of weeks of that, I was like, I just want to focus on my football now. Sure. So, yeah, the love just kind of wasn't really ever there, but it was, I enjoyed it, and then it, I didn't as much, but... Sure. Yeah. Where did you play netball? What position? I always wanted to be an attacker. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but I was a centre or a wing attack. Okay. <laughs> I, I know the letters because my daughter played netball but mm -hmm. it's like that's ridiculous there's no backboard there's no backboard <laughs> who would play a game where you have to shoot a ball through a hoop high enough that you just can't jump because you're not allowed to jump you just have to throw and you can't even touch each other it's all like blocking you know? <laughs> netball we love it right hashtag we love it <laughs> but yeah. I can see why you went football instead yeah because a bit more passion, right? And a bit mm -hmm. more... No, the, sorry, like, netball listeners, don't switch off now. <laughs> um, but like, the passion you had for football uh, outweighed the passion that people yeah. have for netball. I, I just love playing football. Okay. And even if I, if I was ever more naturally talented in netball, I still would have picked football because my mentality is that I will work. I work every day to be a better footballer. Yeah. And um, I wouldn't have ever done that as a netballer, I don't think. Okay. So I would have never reached heights that I feel like I could as a footballer. I put the pressure on myself yeah. that I want to be better. Yeah. So, yeah. and a lot of people don't, of course, people don't see that because it's behind, it's out of training, it's out of matches. Genuinely, football's like that though, isn't it? Like, you, we, we're watching the World Cup at the moment, right? Mm -hmm. And come on, England, obviously. But the, you don't see, you only see the 90 minutes mm -hmm. or 14 extra minutes in half time. Yeah. But you, you only <laughs> see 90 minutes. You don't see the the two days a week training. You don't see the the whole, like, hours you spend at home hitting a ball or or watching games or you know learning from bits and pieces yeah no no one sees it and like because i enjoy playing football so much i would do it every day even if i wasn't at a level where i could go okay. any higher i okay. would i would do it every day but now being at this level you just have to do it with like you have to train with higher intensity than you would if you were just having a kick about yeah. if that makes sense totally but um no i go to the gym i <laughs> I go to the gym, I train on my own. I just I just enjoy it. I just love having a football at my feet and that will never change. Okay. So we, we move slightly away from the second one, which is netball. <laughs> Third thing then about you, Tally. Mm, this is a weird one, but I Oh um, well we like weird. I I don't like the feeling of like tissue paper. It cringes me out. As in like <laughs> like the tissue paper you might get shoes wrapped in. Yeah, or like single ply toilet paper or like you know the ones that you play oh. those with oh the feeling of it just i don't really like it always <laughs> um 
life is always, I mean, I've only really noticed it as I've got older. Sure. But, um, <laughs> double kinda... ply for me, my friend. Double <laughs> ply, Amy. Oh, sorry, is that a thing? No, I'm sorry. No, I mean, I still, wouldn't, I still don't really like that. But I mean, it's, I, I have to deal with it, obviously, because it's in life. But it, <laughs> it's like people don't like um, cotton and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. squeaking of like a board or something like that. Ooh. Yeah, mine is like tissue. <laughs> paper is <laughs> oh I, I feel your pain can i just say i don't like balloons and i don't like orange orange tango i, I know that sounds weird right but those yeah. two things actually scare me so if i was in a room and the room was filling up like a number 70 with orange tango i'd be dead <laughs> and if there was balloons in there as well really struggle but i i go to i, I dj at parties and people go they've got balloons right which is fine, but people want to squeak them. And it, oh. I, I already, I'm feeling my, my whole self. <laughs> and I'm saying, thinking, this must be you when it comes to tissue paper. Yeah, I can deal with the balloons, I think. I mean, I'm not perfect with them, but I, I believe I'm all right with balloons. It's oh, <laughs> Tally, you can have them. I, I'll love your tissue paper. You have your balloons. Uh, person you most looked to the stands to uh, when you're playing football. Um, Who's there cheering you on? Well, my parents are both there okay. most weeks, basically every week. My brother, one of my brothers, well, either of my brothers would come on, on and off, but they play as well. Um, but mainly my parents. I always looked, I always have to know where they are before I start playing. Okay. It's just a thing. I, I always look for them and they're like, why do you look for me? And I'm like, I just have to know you're there. <laughs> they need to come and sit with us, with all the others. We <laughs> share cakes, we eat food, we laugh, we chat. Um, biggest supporter then, mum or dad? Which one? Oh. If you were like... Down the line, we're on the podcast. Your mum and dad are listening. Who are you going for? Oh, no, I can't pick either. I, I can't do it. I can't. But no, I, they're both Yeah, they're both there every time. And as that, that's been a lifelong support as well. Every game coming mm -hmm. and being... Yeah. Used to, my mum used to coach me. My okay. dad was always there. And like, they, yeah, they'll, they'll, never, they'll never not be there, which is great. Yeah. Oh, it is fantastic to have your parents there just um, yelling you on. Um, so, look, was your mum a coach of another team or...? She was a coach of me when I was little okay. and she used to do lots of coaching. She used to play. My dad used to play. Okay, for, for, like, teams we know or...? My mum was at Arsenal when she was, like, first team, but it was, like, went before anyone knew what it was like, but she's, she was very good. <laughs> really? That can be another thing that you don't what? know about. No, I didn't know that about you. <laughs> So your mum was a first-team Arsenal player? Yeah, but... No, don't, don't, don't say that. Like, no, 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 we'll edit that part out. But, yes, no, she's... She she's very, good. She, yeah, she was. Where did she play? She, oh, she was a little midfielder, I think, because she was just... She, she's so small. Okay, all right. Okay. She would run everywhere. My dad was a striker. He scored loads. <laughs> did, who did he play for? Played for loads of teams. Please don't tell me he played for like Tottenham or something. No, like that. no, he wasn't. As, he wasn't at like he was like semi-professional. Okay, but okay. like he was very good at that level. So football's the new family. You had no chance. <laughs> yeah, and obviously having two older brothers that gets you into it. I've been playing all my life. Wow. Playing my whole life. Did you get? Was what was your first football kit then? Arsenal. Are you an Arsenal fan? Oh, huge Arsenal fan. Oh, so you played for them and and it must have been amazing then. Yeah, but the years before that, I was at Spurs. Oh no! This sounds like a familiar story. <laughs> so, how did you get okay with wearing? A, are you, have you got pictures of you wearing spurs? I have, yeah. You must have hidden them away, right? Yeah, I don't. Well, I have. I don't know where they are now, but I have seen them of me, and I used to have them. So, yeah, must be somewhere. And that must have been uh, they're hurtful years, right? It was uh, good opportunity because it's a bit of bad. So <laughs> it was a good opportunity. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm joking. I, yeah, I always had like an Arsenal badge or something yeah, near sure. me. <laughs> 
So you're 18. Yeah. Um, what are we doing? College? Are we going to university? Are we just working? Or what are we doing? Uh, I'm, I'm working now. Okay, right. And you're just working to work? And you just, you've done the whole college thing? Yeah, I did college last year. Did okay. really well in that. And it was football as well. And okay. then come, come into work now. Okay. So you can stay with the work thing at the moment and then go on and to see where... Uh, football full-time would be ideal, right? That's the dream. I want to play football full-time. That's, <sighs> that's my next target. I have, like, targets I like to hit. Okay. But, so yeah. Don's in the top five this season. Let's, let's believe, right? Yeah. Next season, with the momentum that we've had, we win. Don's go, oh, we're going to start paying everybody. Everyone goes, <laughs> yes. That's the dream, right? That would be the dream, yeah, because I love it here, so... If that would ever happen, that would be amazing. Ah, oh, it's, it's the next step that's needed, right? Just find someone to sponsor. Yeah, we go from there. So, uh, Tally, thank you very much for being part of the uh, Game On podcast. Thank you for having me. So, Tally Miles, that was, that was quite interesting, really. I didn't know those about those three things about her. It's funny. They they feel they feel pressure now. They I think they they all listen in and they're all. They're all they're all preparing. Um, they're all yeah. They're all uh, they're all planning ahead. I'm waiting for mine. I yeah. still haven't done oh, mine. No, I've never asked but, you. But let's not do it today because I haven't thought ahead. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I will. I will get planning. Oh, no, so I really bad. yeah. So um, no, I do think they like that, and I think it's really nice to hear because it is different things, and you yeah. find out about them. And yeah. then I say I listen in all the time, and it's little things you can sometimes have a laugh and joke about if it's yeah. something um, different. Um, so yeah. So it's uh, yeah. It's even like for example, Shez is last year the trainer collection. Yeah. And, and we make a laugh and joke a little thing. So I do, yeah, I do like that. Oh, yeah. She said she's missing football. I saw her on Twitter the other week. So, uh, and, now, and with Ronaldo going today, right, you know, I mean, she'd be slightly gutted, I'm more than sure. So uh, you never know. So uh, um, another cup game. Can we up on Sunday? <sighs> this is another level of excitement, surely. Yeah, and I think... We're almost looking at not past Sunday, but we're looking at next to us as a block of work because okay. we go Worthing in the Cup and then Exeter in the League Cup. But I think what these, uh, I think both sides that we're going to play could arguably be competing at, at, at tier three level. I think Worthing have got a lot of Crawley Wasp players from last year. Um, they win their game in hand, they'll be sitting top of the league, Exeter a second at tier four. So, yeah, I'm, I'm always one for, for not looking at where they are in the pyramid because, uh, like a team like, um, like a team like both of them, they will both be wanting promotion and I'd expect Werben to get promoted so they'll be a tier four side next year. So we're not looking at, at obviously from the outside people going, oh, MK tier three, Werben tier five, but we're looking at the biggest picture and we know that we've got to show the same standards of Sunday and Wednesday to go and win the game of football. But I think, yeah, the FA Cup is a fantastic occasion. We know <clears throat> that next round the championship clubs come in. So yes. again, you want to win that to, to test yourself and get an exciting draw. But I think coming off the back, again, I keep using Sunday why it was so important because you get that win our next league game isn't until the 18th of December so we now know look full focus is on the cups but we can take uh, lots of positives from the last seven days to go and yeah to rest up this week a little bit um, and then go into that game Sunday yeah absolutely I mean I mean the fact that you had three games on the trot and now we're just having a little bit of a space in between all the ladies must be going Oh, few! I've got a job to do as well. Do you know what I mean? As well as come along and, and do that as well. So look, we're really looking forward to. You. Do you do you get the chance to watch their last game? Is there like there's stuff out there? Did you watch or because um I know they had an amazing last FA Cup game, didn't they? Um, but yeah, they, that was just an amazing game. Do you do you get a chance to see that before like you, you watch it or do you not? 
worry about that you just worry about your own game yeah no i think we we every team we play we have to show respect so we try and find as much out about them as possible whether they've put highlights out and we're looking at that um through connections i'll always speak to different players so um for example leah little child who was here a couple of seasons ago she's now playing at enfield she played against them Sunday. So you're always trying to get an extra 1% because, you know, you're not going to see all full games or full, yeah, full footage of them. But you need to pick up small little, little bits just to get an understanding of playing system, what they what their strengths are and, and so on. So, yeah, we, we, we'll do our digging and we'll do our hard work. And like I said, we prepare as normal. And so the players can see that. So the players know that they can't drop their standards because, um, again, we will have to be our best to, to, to then go and win, win the game of football. Yeah, and, and at the end of the day, uh, what I love about the FA Cup and all the Cup games, they le- they're, they're levellers, aren't they? They're literally levellers. And they're, they're a, an opportunity to shine, whether you're whatever tier you are, they're an opportunity to shine. Um, and but we say, come on, Dons. Absolutely. And be shouting from the side. <laughs> Wembley, all that kind of stuff. I love it. Just love it. And I'm, I'm so enjoying watching the ladies play at the moment because se- we have seen such a great progression. This has been a perfect year, hasn't it? Just to to grow a team, to hold a team, and to see a team start progressing. I think um, it must be a, a great Christmas present for you. I mean, we're not at Christmas yet, but that would be the ultimate present, right? Yeah, no, we, uh, yeah, as you say, like I spoke to them after Sunday and said how proud I was of the group, because I think it, it, I think the players often as well will look at us as staff, and you get the buy-in for the players if they, if they fully back what you're doing. And I think you've seen when players or sorry managers get sacked or managers lose their yeah. job or managers leave I think often the reason why ultimately it comes to the end of it is because players probably stop buying into what they're saying or the message they're given and I think from the turnaround we we well I think you look at you take away last season but you look at it as a year from mm. January mm. through to November I've, I think there won't be many teams that have had a better year than us and I think that players are seeing that going look they trust in us because the progression we, we, we're having and as you say I think the start of the season has been phenomenal and and it has been really really pleasing and, and we're just growing better and better and, and yeah it's it's a really really positive place to be around and and I love my Tuesday Thursday Sundays I look forward to them every single week because there's not one training session that I'd want to miss there's not one game that I'd want to miss and I think every player has got that same mindset as well so we, we we're glad that we're showing that and I think more for the supporters they're seeing it week in week uh, week in week out and, uh, and the journey that we're going on we're taking them with us and yeah. and um, and yeah here's to hopefully a win Sunday and, and, and into round three which will be I think the, the, the joint furthest we, we've ever got in the competition as well so well, we can only wait and see. And well, I know you guys will play your best because, like, we know that. And they come out with passion. And, and if we played anything like we played against Oxford, genuinely, and London Bees and against Mole Barton, you know, it's a side that wants to, to score and win. Do you know what I mean? And not just by one. They, they want to keep the pressure on. Do you know what I mean? Because it, it'd be very easy to, to become lax day school, isn't it? You know, we sit back, oh, we're 3-0. We're just going to chill, whatever. So, yeah, no, brilliant. Uh, Charlie Bill, thank you so much indeed. <laughs>